Hello, and welcome to the Personal Injury Law Podcast. My name is Jonathan Rosenfeld, an attorney at Rosenfeld Injury Lawyers, LLC. This podcast is here to break down the barriers when it comes to the world of personal injury law. Each podcast will go into detail about a specific legal issue or type of personal injury case, from everyday occurrences to the esoteric. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. For more information, visit my website at rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. Hi, uh, I am Jonathan Rosenfeld, and today on the Personal Injury Podcast, I am joined by attorney Sarah Salger at the Gorey Law Firm. And I am going to be talking with Sarah today about the 3M earplug lawsuits. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Sarah, first off, uh, I want to get into uh, sort of an update, jump right into the, uh, the latest headlines here. And I want to sort of get some information from you about the the status of the 3M earplug lawsuits in 2021. Uh, these cases have really taken off in terms of getting a lot of media attention and everything. And, um, you know, I want to talk with you about that, but I guess it, before we sort of even get to that as a, as a precursor, can you sort of tell us a little bit about the, the background in terms of the allegations made in these pending cases? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the allegations are that 3M um, manufactured and sold uh, what's called a dual-ended ear a dual-ended earplug, um, and that they sold those to the military and failed to warn them uh, that it would not adequately protect the military service members' hearing. Um, and so those allegations are that they knowingly um, sold them without the warning to the military, and then obviously the soldiers did not receive that warning either. And right now we have um, a very large group of uh, current and former military members who have uh, joined this lawsuit. And where exactly is this lawsuit pending right now? So an MDL was formed um, and the entire MDL in the litigation is located in the Northern District of Florida. Um, it's pending before District Judge Casey Rogers. Um, and, and so that's kind of the entire litigation in the in the entire country has, has been consolidated into that MDL. Uh, there were a handful of cases filed in California initially, um, and that's where uh, the, the mass tort was consolidated. Trials that have taken place thus far have all been in front of uh, Judge Casey Rogers. Sarah, um, you know, some of these 3M earplug trials uh, actually have proceeded, and some of these cases have resulted in uh, plaintiff's uh, verdicts. Um, but for those of us keeping score at home, uh, can you give us a rundown of these recent cases and how they've played out before, uh, before the jury in, in uh, this MDL? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what we're seeing is that the um, verdicts, whether plaintiff or defense, are extremely fact um, sensitive. Uh, the liability story seems to be there against 3M, and it just comes down to the individual plaintiffs and what the facts are. Uh, there's been three trials to date, all in the MDL in Florida, um, in, in front of Judge Rogers. Uh, and the first trial was a consolidated trial, uh, which means that three plaintiffs were tried at the exact same time. Um, and that was a plaintiff's verdict that resulted in $7.2 million um, in damages total. Um, the second trial was a single plaintiff. 
uh, that resulted in a defense verdict. In a defense verdict, um, however, that was a tinnitus only case, not a hearing loss case. Um, and then the third trial was also a single plaintiff, but resulted in a plaintiff's verdict as well, um, with $1.7 million total damages in that case. And then um, there are additional trials set before Judge Rogers uh, coming up in September and October of this year, and then she's starting to set into 2022 as well. And these cases that are pending before Judge Rogers, can you give us an idea of how many cases there are at this point? Um, well, so the way that she has been doing it is that she is, I, I, nationally, there are, you know, hundreds of thousands of, of 3M um, cases pending. The way that Judge Rogers has been handling it is that she's tagging cases um, to be worked up for trial. Currently, she's just tagged an additional um, about 1,400 cases to begin case-specific workup. Um, and that's kind of how she's she's been going through the docket is taking them a group at a time. Um, but nationally, it's expected that there are, you know, into the, the hundreds of thousands of these cases. The plaintiffs in these cases have, you know, differing degrees or varying degrees of, of hearing loss and, and other types of um, tinnitus and, and other hearing problems. But um, can you go sort of give us a, a little bit of a rundown of these? Because I know they, the, the damages in these cases in terms of the actual hearing loss uh, can vary fairly drastically. Um, what types of uh, plaintiffs um, are you currently representing? Yes, yeah, so we represent um, both plaintiffs with hearing loss and with tinnitus. Um, when we're looking at a potential case, kind of the criteria that we're looking for is um, did they serve in the military between the years that we're using is 2003 to 2015? Um, did they wear the dual-ended combat arm plug version two, um, which is the yellow and olive green um, and is this kind of subject of this litigation? Um, we looked for a formal diagnosis of either hearing loss or tinnitus. Um, and when I say tinnitus, that is essentially like the ring, it's like a ringing of the ears or a ringing sound, not actual hearing loss. Um, you know, we prefer an honorable discharge if we're looking at a case to take. Um, and then that there is no hearing loss or tinnitus prior to the use of the combat arms earplug. Um, and then one other kind of qualifier is that they cannot have been um, diagnosed with Meniere's disease. Um, so that's kind of just, you know, every case is, is fairly fact specific and, and case specific. That's kind of our overarching, this is what we're looking at. So as far as hearing loss and tinnitus, um, are going to be the two um, main damages that, that we're handling. Okay. Now, in any type of um, uh, case, any type of personal injury case, um, one of the factors that, that lawyers look at is the first thing, you know, that I look at in a lot of cases is, hey, when did this thing happen? When do we have to get the lawsuit filed? What exactly is the statute of limitations? And obviously, you know, it, it, Take everything with a grain of salt when you say when I say statute of limitations. Obviously, you know we're not giving a specific time frame here. You know, obviously you have to consult with an attorney. But what exactly, in terms of a time frame for the statute of limitations, the time to file a case, are you looking at? How are you sort of evaluating it with these three M cases? Yeah. So, like I said, we're looking for people who use them between that two thousand three to two thousand fifteen. 
um, time period. As far as the statute of limitations, I know I, I sound like a broken record. It, it's going to be very case specific determination. Um, it's going to depend on um, where they wore the earplugs, when they wore it, and when the injury occurred. Um, right, so uh, essentially when they knew they had a claim. Um, now, this isn't a class action. It's an individual lawsuit. It's in an MDL. So we recommend you contact an attorney as soon as possible um, because your clock will start ticking. It's not a class action. You can wait until it's ready and then and then submit a claim because um, it, it is going to depend on, you know, we look through their medical records to see if doctors have told them um, that they have hearing loss or they have tinnitus and when that occurred. So it, it, it's something for each particular plaintiff um, we look through and, and determine what that plaintiff's statute of limitations will be. So bottom line is, you know, if in doubt, talk to your, talk to an attorney who has experience with these cases. Absolutely. Um, if someone's watching this, uh, or if they ha if someone, you know, has a family member who may have been, uh, serving in the military and has some hearing loss, um, can they still join? this uh this litigation this lawsuit um is there still time to do so obviously it depends on their circumstance but um you know if someone's watching this can they can they contact an attorney and and start moving forward with the case yes absolutely um it's always you know you always want to um err on the side of caution call see if you have a case um, we'll go through those factors for each particular plaintiff and figure out if their statute is still good. But this is definitely a litigation um, that is still ongoing uh, and that, that plaintiffs are still able to um, get involved with if they choose. So we would recommend you reach out as soon as possible and, and go through and see if there may be uh, some compensation available. That's great advice. Um, Sarah, I want to move on and talk with you a little bit about uh, the damages in these cases and, you know, the, the settlements, if any, uh, that are out there, there, if you look at the, the traffic on the internet, uh, when it comes to 3M searches, you really can't do a search and for 3M earplugs without seeing what is the settlement. Um, ultimately, you know, in every civil case, everything's really about dollars and cents. And in these cases, you know, we're seeing, you know, we've seen some very substantial verdicts. Um, but right now, I want to talk with you about a potential um, payout on these cases. Um, a lot of people are looking for information in this respect. And I, I just wanted to get some information from you. Um, now, the allegations, you know, we've, we've talked about in terms of hearing loss and, and tinnitus. Um, but are any of these cases other than the ones that have gone to trial as of today's date, um, have any, have there been any settlements in these cases? Not that I'm aware of. Um, these, the first three trials um, and verdicts and two of them uh, are the first cases that um, I'm aware of that there's been a verdict, um, that there has not been a settlement in these. Uh, as I've said, the judge in, in Florida is continuing to set additional trials um, to try to move forward to see what are the values of these claims. Um, and because it's not a class action, the values of the claims are going to differ in the sense that, you know, hearing loss and tinnitus are two different um, damages and injuries. And, you know, it, 
case by case, some people may have a much more extensive hearing loss than others. So it is definitely going to be something um, that as these cases continue to be tried, that in order to get to a resolution, it's going to take extensive review on both sides of the medical records and of each individual plaintiff um, or each individual um, claims damage uh, to determine what these should settle for. Um, before we, we even go on further, I want to just you know, for those of us uh, listening at home, um, can you give us a little bit of a, uh, an explanation of what the difference between a class action versus a MDL is uh, with respect to, you know, these cases and, and really for any other type of case that may be pending in an MDL? Um, what exactly is the difference between the two? Yeah, so a class action, if a class action is filed, um, other than the class representatives or the plaintiffs that file the case, every person that settles that case is going to receive um, the same award. It's determined uh, what the award will be, and each uh, plaintiff or each class you know, member of the class will receive the same amount. Um, the way that an MDL is different is that these are still individual lawsuits. You're still looking at individual damages to each plaintiff um, and accepting the fact that not every plaintiff has the same damages. Um, so when I say this is an MDL, an individual case, not a class action, not every plaintiff is likely going to receive the same amount of money uh, dependent on their damages. Fair enough. Now, um, one of the, the issues in these cases in terms of damages is, um, you know, if we have a, a soldier come into a courtroom here, mm -hmm. uh, they may walk in and they may look, you know, perfectly fine. Um, whereas in other types of personal injury cases, you know, if, uh, you know, catastrophic injury cases where someone may be hit by a car or something, you know, you can uh, take a picture of their, their, their leg, if they break their leg and you can show the, the picture of the, uh, the hardware, uh, to a jury, um, in these 3M cases, how exactly are you trying to convey the extent of the damages to a jury and, and to the, the, uh, defense attorneys? Um, how exactly, you know, what factors, I guess, are you looking at in terms of the damages and sort of, how are you, um, trying to convey that to uh, to the decision makers in the case. Well, and a lot of that portion of the case um, is left up to the experts. You know, each side has to have their experts. You know, if you have somebody with hearing loss, um, you show their audiograms to show um, how extensive their loss is. Obviously, if somebody has hearing loss, they may come into the courtroom wearing hearing aids or a cochlear implant, and you can see that there's a damage. Um, but with tinnitus or with a hearing loss that hasn't gotten to that point, um, a jury's not going to be able to see that. So we have to use, um, you know, our experts or the various ENTs um, to show the loss on an audiogram or on other, you know, medical um, kind of diagnostic uh, review. Gotcha. Um, you know, what exactly in terms of the day-to-day -day, uh, impact on someone's life are you seeing with uh, soldiers and, uh, who may have a hearing loss from these 3M uh, earplug devices? Um, you know, how is this impacting people sort of across the board in terms of their uh, family and work life? Well, a lot of the, the clients that we're seeing, these are younger individuals, um, individuals that, that but for their service and but for 
um, wearing these defective earplugs would not be losing their hearing at this point in their life. Um, so you have, you know, the individuals who have actual hearing loss that they have had to um, get hearing aids, you, you know, at, at, a, at a younger age when you wouldn't normally need them, um, get cochlear implants. Um, with tinnitus, what I talked about is, you know, ringing in the ears. Um, it can be extremely bothersome, even though it may not need hearing aids, it may not need the, the surgery to have an implant. Um, it's a, it can be persistent or inter intermittent and it can change over time. Um, it can cause issues with sleeping. Um, you know, we've seen it cause depression um, and can lead to difficulties with, with people's work life um, and family life and dealing with this kind of persistent ringing in their ears. You know, as someone who has difficulty sleeping, uh, I, I can certainly uh, sympathize with these people, but it, it, jokes aside, um, this really does impact really every aspect of a person's life and um, there really is no, um, there, there's no break essentially from some of these conditions. So um, again, if, if someone is watching this or if they have a family member who is watching this, um, we'll put your information in the uh, uh, podcast information, but uh, this is really now is the time to, to reach out to an attorney who is handling these cases, who do, does have this particular uh, experience. Um, Sarah, I really want to thank you for your time today and, and thank you for all your, uh, your insight and expertise. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Personal Injury Law Podcast. I'm Jonathan Rosenfeld. If you or anyone you know would like more information on any of the topics on the podcast, please visit my website at rosenfeldinjurylawyers.com. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Please feel free to rate the show and leave a review. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.